Good morning. How's it going? Uh, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Talking Cancer, uh, my journey, my way. Um, today is, uh, I believe it's the 27th of April, 2023. Uh, thank you for tuning in and thank God for the wake up. Um, I'm not sure what's going on here in San Diego. Like the past three days in a row, we've been like kind of overcast. Um, a little foggy this morning, um, but, you know, it's supposed to clear up and be a nice sunny day, like in the 70s or something like that. Anyways, uh, you know, today has been a good start to the morning, and I feel great. I mean, I know that, you know, it's all like a, for me, it's a state of mind, uh, when I say that, but at the same time, at this current time, um, I'm also not receiving any time of treatment yet. Um, even if I decide to, I'm not sure yet. Um, but I'm continuing to, uh, live, uh, as clean as I possibly can when it comes to my food. Uh, everything is organic. Um, um, the way I, the way I breathe, the way I meditate, the way I talk to God, everything is pure. Uh, my belief system is strong. My support system is strong. Um, and when, even when I'm not alone, I'm not alone. Even when I'm alone, I'm not alone, you know? So, um, that's real. That's just real talk. Uh, but today I want to get into some things. I actually want to kind of go through some some facts um colorectal cancer cancer um one in the same really just depends on the position of the tumor or the mass uh things like that so i just kind of want to bring out some things and, and really just state some facts for the for some people that just don't know um, about it and how important it is as we need to look and listen to our body. I can't emphasize that enough. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's really, really important. One, it's important because some people like myself, um, I have a hereditary gene this cancer is in my DNA, which probably um, is inevitable was inevitable for me somewhere down the line where I probably got something. Um, having known this or ha or having uh, known maybe my past or uh, maybe if my parents were involved in my life, I would know some things. Um, but those are some of the obstacles that some of us are presented with. Me coming from the inner city, um, you know, kicked out at an early age, no parents around, so on and so forth, no guidance, no no sense of love. Everything that I, I pretty much know and, I, and has been um, really, truly on my own. When, when, we, when we talk about that phrase of, uh, one set of footprints in the sand. And that's because God was carrying me along the way. And lots of times I didn't know that at the time. Um, 
But after my conversation with God, he let me know that he's carrying me through so many things uh, when I was alone or when I thought I was alone and I truly wasn't. So um, I really just want to bring forth some of the facts. I'm looking at, you know, some of the people that are um, I was going through my analytics and looking at some things of like who's tuning in. And I really don't want to I really don't want to get to a point where it appears that I'm talking to one gender um, because the fact is both men and women are affected with colon or colorectal cancer. So as, as I step into this, I want you guys to know that when I say whatever I'm saying, most of the time it's pertaining to both genders and you don't have to be, uh, this trait doesn't have to be uh, a hereditary trait for you. It could be some the way we move and the, the, the lack of exercise. It could be the food that we intake and things like that. So definitely uh, take what I'm saying um, as, as a way for you to take a step back. Step out of your element for a second. Close your eyes. Breathe. And really ask yourself, hey, am, is my body going through some of these things? Listen to what your body's telling you. Uh, Self-examine your body, your stomach. Uh, see if there's pain in certain areas. Pay attention to your bowel movements, things like that. Um, because the craziest thing about colon cancer or colorectal cancer is, uh, is that sometimes the symptoms are no symptoms okay so i as i get to reading some of these things these facts are coming from the american cancer society excuse me the american cancer society so um hey let's let's listen to what they have to say okay so the the american cancer society estimates for the number of colorectal cancers in the United States for 2023 are going to be 106,970 new cases of colon cancer and 46,050 new cases of rectal cancer. Okay, so that's just a classification of uh, where the position of it is. Uh, for me, for colorectal cancer, it's like right on the on the cusp of the colon and the rectum. So it's right on the edge. So it's titled colorectal. So it's just a combination of two. It's just a position of where it's located inside the, uh, I believe it's the large intestines or something like that. Okay, so let me go ahead and continue reading. Um, this is... This states, this says lifetime risk of colorectal cancer. Okay. Overall, the lifetime risk of developing colorectal cancer is about one in every 23 of men and one in every 26 of women. Okay. So one in every 23 men are likely to get colorectal cancer. One in every 26 women are likely to get 
colon cancer. That's huge. That's huge. You know, if you go to the office or whatever, there's 26, 23 men, 26 women, whatever, you could guarantee between yourself and 22 other people, 23 other people, you're going to get it. 26 other people, you're probably going to get it. Somebody's going to get it. You're going to know somebody. And most people keep this stuff under wraps and, and deal with it in isolation and things like that. I choose not to deal in isolation. Um, I choose to just talk about it. I'd rather be an advocate and tell people, hey, you need to go out and get something. I want to be a voice to help and heal um, and overcome this situation. Um, hey, and if it takes me out, it takes me out. So so be it. But I'm going to do everything I can in the meantime to fight it, beat it, believe I will beat it. And there it is there. All right. So let me go ahead and continue reading from the American Cancer Society. Um, death for colorectal cancer. In the United States, colorectal cancer is the third leading cause of cancer-related deaths in both men and women. Okay, It's the third leading in both men and women. And it is the second most common cause of cancer deaths when the numbers of men and women are combined. Let me read that one more time, okay, to make sure that we understand what, what, what it's saying here. In the United States, colorectal cancer is the third leading related cancer death in men, and it's the third leading cancer death in women. Now, when you combine the two, it becomes the second most, and it is, it is expected to cause about 52,550 deaths during this year, 2023. 52,000 to 550 deaths. 52,550 deaths. That's crazy. Those numbers are, are just crazy. And, and, that, and that, a lot of those deaths are, are probably because for people like me who didn't listen to his body, didn't listen to the signs, the TV commercials, so on and so forth. And we, you know, we're too manly to go. And we're all these stereotypes of, of colonoscopies and things like that. Um, and we just don't go or don't ask or don't listen to our body till it's too late. And we're in stage three or four. Had I had listened to my body and had some sort of inkling of what I was fighting and not thinking that I was just the, the, the super manly man and I, you know, uh, I'll be all right type of attitude, I might have caught this sooner. But instead, it's almost like somebody came in my house and woke me up in the middle of the night with a gun in my face. You understand? That's how, that's, that's the feeling. So, pay attention. Seriously. Um, 
it's it's serious. It, it's serious out here. I want to I want to talk about more uh, now about I want to go into the survival rates for colorectal cancer. And I find these numbers to be staggering um, because it's based based uh, usually around five years, I believe they, they do. So let me go ahead and just read it pretty much verbatim uh, from American Cancer Society, okay? Um, The survival rates can give you an idea of what percentage of people with the same type and same stage of cancer are still alive a certain amount of time, usually five years after they were diagnosed. They can't tell you how long you will live, but they may help you give you a better understanding of how likely it is for your treatment to be successful. Okay, keep in mind the rates are only estimates. So they're, you know, they're clearing their butts, but this is just the average of what they've done and the people they've seen. And, you know, there's so many people that don't get tested for anything and don't go to the doctor, don't want anything. So, you know, so this is based on everything that's gone on. So what is a five-year relative survival rate? A relative survival rate compares people with the same type and stage of cancer to people in the overall population. For example, if the five-year relative survival rate for a specific stage of colon or rectal cancer is 80%, it means that people who have that cancer are, on average, about 80%, as likely as people who don't have that cancer to live for at least five years after being diagnosed. Okay, so the way they do this, okay, they have a database that tracks five-year relative survival rates for colon or rectal cancer in the United States. Um, This is called the SEER database, S-E-E-R database. However, their database does not group cancers by the AJCC stages, which is stage one, two, three, four, etc. Instead, it groups their cancers as localized, regional, and distant. So they only have like three stages. Um, same difference, but let me give you the difference. So when you understand what I'm talking about, some people refer to things as stages or, or, or in this case, it would be the SEER database, which they consider it as localized, regional, and distance. So, um, when they're tracking this, these survival rates, this is how you're going to hear it from them. Localized. Localized means there is no signs that the cancer has spread outside of the colon or rectum. Okay. Regional means the cancer has spread outside of the colon or rectum to nearby structures or lymph nodes. Okay, so that's regional is similar to a stage three that I had been originally been diagnosed in in two, 2021. Okay, now distant is labeled it means the cancer has spread to distant parts of the body, such as liver, lungs and distant lymph nodes. So this is how they describe it. Distance distant will be for me right now stage four so you have localized regional and distant because now stage four 
identifies itself as moving uh, to your vital organ. Okay, organs meaning liver, uh, lungs, you know, brain, things like that. Things that are vital to you. Okay. Um, so now let me go ahead and read the survival rates for colon cancer in this bracket of localized, regional, and distant. Okay. Um, and this is a five-year relative survival rate. So after your diagnosis, depending on where you're at and what stage, how early you catch it, you have a survival rate of living five years or more. Okay. If you are deemed localized, which is probably like, hey, you got cancer or stage one, you know, maybe stage two, depending on how it is, um, your five-year survival rate will be 91%. Why is that? Because you caught it early. Right? Okay. Stage three, your survival rate becomes, it drops down to 72%. So, this is what they call regional, which is, you know, from what I'm looking at, um, would more than likely be a stage three where, where I was at originally, uh, 72%. Um, I, I really truly believe because I was still sick, uh, when I beat it the first time, like I, my digestive and my body wasn't absorbing the nutrients that I was putting in my body correctly. I feel like it left my body weak, um, especially uh, when chemo depletes you of everything good in your body anyways. It depletes you of everything good, everything bad. And so my body didn't have anything. It, it wouldn't absorb the nutrients I was I was giving it. Um, and therefore, I believe, and the doctors cannot confirm it anyways, but I believe because of that, um, it started, you know, since it was in my DNA, it's in my cells, um, it started to attack something else and it attacked my liver. Um, so now distant. Now this is where it becomes crazy because you go from distant, from localized 91, regional 72, and then you have a dramatic drop in stage four. Stage four your survival rate of living five years. Listen to what I said. If you become a stage four of colorectal colon cancer, if you, your survival chance of living for five years, just five years, that's nothing. That's nothing for somebody in their 40s. 13% chance of living five years. You went from 91, catching it early, 72, eh, and then boom, 13%. You know, when I hear those numbers, it's staggering for me because it, I mean, especially originally when I heard it, I was like, what? I, I'm gone. I'm out of here. I don't think that way anymore. You know what I mean? I do not think that way anymore. 
my mentality is I'm going to be here. Can't tell me any different. You know, so I want you guys to think about that. Um, hopefully I've helped you with some information. Um, you know, in the upcoming episodes, you know, I would like to tackle more information in regards to, you know, maybe different countries, uh, and what their survival five-year survival rates are, um, because everybody eats a little different, maybe even tap into, um, uh, nationalities, how that may affect, uh, you know, different classifications uh, of people, nationalities, races, and things like that. Um, definitely take a minute and think about yourself. If you are leaning towards your forties, please go get checked because that's usually when signs start popping up. If you have cancer that runs in your body in your, in your, in your family, go get some labs done. See if they have cancer genetic markers in them. Start preparing yourself. Um, for a possibility of having to fight something like that or even catching it early because that's your best chance of survival. Wrap your mind around it. This stuff is real. So um, I hope this was informative for you today. Um, you know, like I said, when I first heard those numbers and I heard it from my doctor and oh my God, my my heart, and soul fell to the floor. What? 13% live five years with this disease? What? Yeah. Yeah, I I couldn't even I couldn't even imagine only having five years left. Maybe less. With my kids, my wife, you know, you know, five years. I mean, my, my oldest is 14 right now, five years. She's 19. I might have a 13% chance of seeing her graduate. You know what I mean? My youngest is seven. You know, I'm, I, you mean to tell me I have a 13% chance of even seeing her go through puberty, maybe? <laughs> maybe go into middle school, junior high, what? Those numbers are staggering. They hit home for me when I first heard it. And it still hits home because now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, I feel really, I feel this, this, this emotion at this particular moment makes me want to cry a little bit. But I can't live in that energy. I got to get out of that. Because that's where they want you to live. That's where the devil wants you to live. If you don't believe in that, that's fine. You ain't got to. I'm not here to force your hand. But what I believe is what I believe. And I believe I'm going to come out of this. I believe my body is all healing. 
I believe God got my back. And I'm going to live past their 13% because I got things to do. And God ain't ready for me yet. I got more of him to talk about. Show the world straight up right here on, 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 this, on this platform as it continues to grow that God is real. And show you that he's, he's, he's a miracle worker. I truly believe that. So anyways, um, I have some opportunities for those who are dealing with cancer. Um, whether you are a family member, uh, a person living with or have survived um, cancer of any kind, please reach out to me. Um, you can reach me on my email. Cancer, my journey, my way at gmail.com. I'm looking to, um, I wouldn't really call it an interview because really it's your story. And I mean, we could talk a little bit or whatever, but I want people to know your journey. Hit me up if you're open to that. This, this, this platform is completely raw, completely uncut, um, unscripted, telling my truth. And hopefully you could tell yours. You can have it. I'll turn the mic over to you. Let you go on. Let you talk. Reach me. If you'd like to, you know, express your thoughts. And it's pretty therapeutic, to be honest with you. Um, please get at me. All right. Cancer, my journey, my way at gmail.com. Um, I also have a GoFundMe out there right now. To help pay for some of my hospital bills. So, you know, please look for me. Uh, my name is Luis Lopez. Um, and I'm signing out. Peace. Love. One. Thank God for the wake up.